Welcome back. You're listening to Walk-Ins. Welcome. My name is Nick Horde. I've got Michael Ray, my co-host as always. Say hello, sir. What's up? It is our business of helping urgent cares and medical facilities triple their revenue. We do it through digital marketing services and exceptional patient experience. And today we have a special guest, which I'm always excited when we have guests with us. Uh, Courtney Fisher is with us. Yeah, so we have Courtney Fisher. She is actually the marketing manager over at Cypress Medical Management Group. She actually helps represent five different brands underneath that group, which is pretty cool. That's, that is cool. We've interviewed a lot of people, and this is the first time we've talked to someone that works with more than just one brand at a time. She's been there for almost five years. She loves what she does, but she essentially, if it's anything related to the company in terms of marketing, she's got her hand all over it. Whether she likes to or not, she does. <laughs> right. Um, but no, welcome aboard. Courtney, good to have you. Yes, thanks for having me. I'm excited. <laughs> Courtney, say hello to the Walk-Ins Welcome crew and tell us what is your favorite marketing tool and why? Hello, everyone. Um, So I think my favorite marketing tool, I have to say digital marketing. So especially SEM on Google, that is how we get most of our patients in. You know, having a digital presence is huge nowadays. Uh, you can't go anywhere without someone Googling you or Googling something. So just having that big digital marketing presence um, that has hit home for us. Um, so, yeah. I love it. So Google Ads, Google Ads platform. Do yeah. you find you uh, for for the your two main clinics, which let's let's go ahead and bring those up. But what are the two main ones? So you got there? the Alabama pain physicians and the Renew Clinic. Yes, uh, correct. Those are the two main ones that you spend a lot of your time with, for sure. Yes. So, so kind of explain what are the things that you're doing with those particular clinics from a marketing standpoint? Yeah. So we're doing a few different things. So like I mentioned, we have our digital marketing ads. So we have our Google campaign going every month, every month of the year, all the time. Um, I think that's really vital to just keep that going, you know, even if you have a small budget, you know, split that up monthly and just really hit home with that. Um, one of the big things that we have is we also have a physician liaison. And so she goes out to different clients and different clinics, practices, um, and really is our on the ground person uh, spreading the word about our practice, visiting our referring physicians. Um, it is one of the top uh, ways that we get patients in is through referral physicians. Um, and so having someone on the ground and just kind of having materials for her to use. So, um, you know, we're doing something fun this fall where we have our football calendar and people just love to hang that up in their offices. Um, but we also have like little goodie bags and folders with our information that she's able to give out. Um, so I really think those play good hand in hand together so you got your digital presence and your feet on the ground so we do this really thing that sounds similar although we don't have the boots on the ground the best way we could do it is we send out pizza grams oh yeah seriously like the, the places we want to do business with and we want them to do business with us or their current client that we're yeah. showing appreciation toward yeah we'll, we'll buy their office we'll send it to them hey we love you keep doing what you do and yeah. then it really warms up the phone call if we ever have to call up there they're like oh y'all send us pizza y'all are awesome Yes, no, I think a pizza party is always, always a good idea. Like and, it needs to happen anyway. 
Yeah, so she she does similar things. So she'll bring lunch um to people every now and then and she'll bring cookies. Um, you know, yesterday was just National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day. So we, you know, we try to highlight on some fun holidays um whenever those come up too. Nice. Awesome. I love it. So when you're using the Google Ads platform, there are several approaches to Google Ads. Okay. So we have the search, we have the display network, we have YouTube, we have retargeting strategies. What's working for you? So what is mainly working for us is our Google ads. Um, you know, we, we do have, ads. yes, Google search ads. Yes. I'm sorry. Um, and so we do have ads running through, uh, YouTube. Uh, we haven't really had too much success through social media. So like Facebook and Instagram, um, we really find that, um, when people specifically talking about Alabama pain, physicians, when people Google uh, or search, they're really trying to find very specific um, clinics or practices. And so the Google search ads have just been um, there. They generate 50% of the people even come into our website. So there oh, well, are, you know. that's some strong stats right there. So y'all yeah. aren't necessarily relying so much on search engine optimization. Y'all are definitely using the search engine marketing piece of that to drive traffic. Yes. So um, they go a little bit hand in hand. Um, you know, I try to work on SEO at least once a month with all of our websites. Um, but really just that search engine through Google is just where everybody we get. We see most of our patients coming to our website and calling us from there. When you run your ads, um, Courtney, do y'all run them to dedicated landing pages for the specific uh, service you're trying to offer, or you just run it to the general website? So um, we run it to our general website. Um, our homepage is very strategic, and uh, we really don't want you to spend a lot of time. We want you to find what you can uh, or what you're searching for. So our phone number is immediately on there, and they can fill out our contact form. We have a little pop-up, and that's kind of mainly, you know, why people go to your website and why they're searching, um, especially in the middle medical field um is they want they want to schedule that appointment immediately if they can so um and we even have on our google ads you know where you can click to call um and that's a great way that we're able to track our data um and see how many calls we get a month versus you, you just confirmed probably five of our episodes where we talk about how keep it simple they're going to call. They're going to fill out a form. Don't overcomplicate your homepage. I, I know, doctor, you want it to be sexy and amazing, but people don't care. They want to click and go. And you're proof in the pudding, right? Like, this is exactly what people expect. And we built the site around that idea, and it's working. Right. So, exactly. yeah. <laughs> Thank you for yeah. confirming. Yes. No, that's <laughs> where, uh, the data that we're seeing is... Um, the time that people spend on our websites has dropped significantly, especially because of COVID, because um, people just want things immediately. So um, yeah, it's good to have everything front and center. There you go, I love that. So I had a couple of uh, questions kind of mixing into the talking about your different brands. How much, uh, how much change in strategy are you having to adjust for each brand that you're working on? Like obviously it's not cut and paste. Uh, like what is what you're what is your, what are you finding like the the significant changes to be? Yeah, so um, 
each of our different brands has a very different target audience. Um, so for Alabama pain physicians, um, we see normally patients uh, 50 plus. Um, so we've had to target and it's difficult, you know, because uh, the older generation doesn't always want to get online. Um, so we also kind of help target um, maybe their children that are helping make appointments for them. Um, yeah. So that's that's been interesting to figure out. And um, for Renew Clinic, um, it's a uh, suboxone treatment clinic. So that's more, we really have patients ranging in the age of 30. Um, and around that. And then um, for our, we do have two quick cares. There are Actin and our Bessemer. Um, and that is just kids from two and up because we do mainly COVID testing. Um, and then we have our lab where uh, we, we test, we use PCR testing for uh, assisted living homes. So specifically in Alabama. Um, so, you know, that one's a very specific target audience and we kind of we don't have to really mess around with that one too much, but uh, just kind of figuring out the varieties of patients and uh, who to target and where to target. That's, it's been a challenge, but it's been fun. Well, and I, I think, you know, one thing that you're identifying too, where you said we never turn our ads off. We may adjust budgets up and down, but we never turn them off. Well, one is that you're learning. You're, you're not, you're not, you don't want to lose that targeting that you had it's going to shift at some point so but it's because we even tell our clients like don't turn ads because we've had clients in the past turn them off turn them on turn them off and like please don't do that just let us lower your budget or something yes and not yes. just because it's like i mean i'm sure you've experienced when you the second you turn off an ad set or a campaign and you wait like a month to turn them back on because you y'all been busy or whatnot it's not the same results out of the gate right no, no, you know, Google <laughs> bops you in the head for that too. You know, they want to see consistency. Um, so especially for Google, it's, I do not recommend it. <laughs> I have learned. <laughs> awesome. What is your long-term strategy? And what I mean is you've got the patient acquisition down, y'all are bringing on traffic, you're converting the traffic, um, but that's just a piece of any patient care experience because that that client doesn't just have immediate value. They have long-term value. How are you staying in front on a digital perspective? How are you staying in front of your existing patients? So um, actually one thing we've kind of been struggling with is our patient no-show rate. Um, ever since COVID, that's kind of gone up, um, mm -hmm. which was a bit surprised. You know, whenever COVID hit, everything was very digital. And now that, um, especially with our clinics, um, we, you know, we want to see patients in house. We want to know what's going on in their lives and with their medications and everything. And so it's very important for them to come in, but also we want to be safe about it. Um, so it's been a little bit difficult to get patients to come back in and kind of remind them, hey, um, coming to your appointment is very important for you and for us to make sure we know what's going on. Um, so that's actually been something we've been struggling with, but, um, we, we've never really done too much of an email marketing campaign, but that's something that we're actually starting to look into, um, something that kind of targets our patients and say, hey, like, why didn't you show up for your appointment? Or, hey, um, they have a reminder, but just to kind of reach them even a little bit more. Um, so we're kind of starting to look into the email 
campaigns a little bit more. And I'm excited. And, and, we, know, and we know from our own experience that uh, tax reminders are fantastic too. Yes. Yes. So there's a there's a really cool technology that I would highly encourage you to look into. It's called voicemail drop. Okay. And there's a hundred different providers that that do that. I don't have any one that I recommend. Um, but especially if you're having no shows, you could schedule out a voicemail drop. Um, hey, this is Courtney. I just wanted to remind you of your appointment tomorrow. Uh, here's our phone number. Give us a call back if anything has changed. So that's the thing. Number one, if they miss your appointment, it takes it into another campaign with a separate voicemail drop. Hey, this is Courtney. We hate that we missed you yesterday. Uh, it looks like you were unable to make your appointment and we would love to reconnect with you to figure out what we can do to help you there. Something like that. So a before and an after, but the after would only trigger if it's no show. Yes, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's what we've really been, you know, it's not too big of a jump, but it's enough to be like, uh, you know, let's let's do some research into this and maybe people just don't want to show up because they love the digital uh, uh, FaceTime with your doctor. Um, and we really we really want to see people in house. So that's awesome. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. But this ain't about us. We want to learn more about what you're doing. Sorry, I just thought that might be a helpful tip. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's awesome. Yeah. Now, so one of the questions that I had, you may have to think about this for a second. So let, I'm going to play like owner role. I need to hire a Courtney Fisher. I need to hire a marketing manager type role, right? Okay. What is your day-to-day -day look like? And then, you know, you have your day-to-day -day and then you have like your overarching goals and things you work on. So if you were going to tell somebody, this is what I do, this is what you should expect in a job description and skill set, what kind of skills I have to have to make this real you've been mm -hmm. here for five years so you know what you're doing yes so if you were going to make suggestions like if you're going to hire somebody they should be able to do this this and this and they should be super comfortable doing this what, what would you say yes so one of the big things um i especially in healthcare because it is always changing it is always go 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 it's never you know there's probably everybody's hairs on fire and so you kind of have to be able to balance um that hey let's get it done in a timely manner um but let's not freak out about it and overrush your project or overrush um a marketing um campaign that you have going so i think that balance and being able to uh not kind of set your hair on fire um but also get things done pretty quickly is big in the healthcare world um for me personally, that's what I've experienced. Um, and I think something else is just being able to be open and honest and talk to people. Um, I, I know that sounds crazy, but I work with a lot of doctors and um, a lot of very smart people, and I know half the things that they know. So just being able to just have a conversation and easily flow, but also want to learn um, because I have learned way more than I ever thought that I would at this job, but um, in a good way. So uh, I think those those two things are probably really, really important. Nice. What, what is your day-to-day -day look like? Yes, and I was gonna say, um, from marketing standpoint and skills, um, you know, just kind of having a general understanding of uh, SEM and how that works and um, and really just marketing to certain 
uh, your target audience. I think you really need to know your target audience. Um, but my day-to-day, -day, uh, my first thing I always do is I come and check out our websites. Um, I'm kind of a one-man band, and so I do a little bit of everything. Um, so just making sure our websites are up to date. Um, we are always having um, some kind of flyer or um, something kind of being proofed in the process. We have like monthly ads that we run um, in the Birmingham Medical News. Um, just making sure our social media posts are posting. Um, so yeah, there's a little bit of everything that I do throughout the day. So it's never boring. <laughs> it sounds, but it sounds like if I was gonna sum that up, you always have content out there. Yes. fresh content renewed content you're keeping your message going it's not a set and forget what you're doing this month is not what you're doing next month yes um, and it needs to be you need to have a plan behind it and yeah. i imagine it needs to be consistent with all the channels yes so um actually you mentioned that so in september we have national uh recovery month and pain awareness month coming up so they just happen to both be in september so we're kind of getting a few things ready for that um i've realized that social media wise uh our patients really like to see us so as much as i can post about um the different services that we offer and uh just they really, really just like to see our practice and what we're really doing um, kind of day to day. Uh, like I have something coming up uh, next Tuesday. It's like National Book Lovers Day. And I'm just getting book, uh, just different books from people uh, because people just like to see what we like to do. And, you know, we're normal people too. Yeah, we're, there are patients, but, um, it's it's we try to treat them like family so i mean and that's something we try to explain that to our clients where yes we can put out a, a social post that has a generic image on it and does whatever but we all know the true engagement comes when you showcase the real people at the real clinic yeah and not not some generic uh photo um and the, the best post we ever put out was match the team member to their dog yeah yeah that was a good one <laughs> that's we did the stories and then, <laughs> and then people would vote like that's next dog that's my i'm gonna dog. steal that idea i love that idea hey you're welcome you can do it for the book one too Who, yeah you can do it for the book yes yeah Just that engagement i really think um no matter what age group you're targeting people like to see that you are also like them and they like to they like to interact so that's a oh, great yeah. idea really nice. awesome are you using TikTok? I have not made grounds on TikTok yet. No. Um, and I'll give you really... a stat for your pain. For your pain, yeah. it's going to mess with you a little bit. Okay. The most engaged demographic on TikTok is over fifty-five. Is it really? Yes. I have not done any research into it yet, um, and I've thought about it so that makes that's super interesting because for pain right now we really see people more on the Facebook side mm -hmm. so I that's interesting now you're gonna have the, now most, the most engaged the most clicks the most money spent the most leads generated is over the age of 55 and I love that I love that for them too <laughs> <laughs> I think it's cool because I have no idea what they are looking at so, so, right. so now, 
still. So now we're giving you homework, right? Now, yeah, you, now you got to TikTok a little bit more. Well, than... now I'm excited. Y'all are giving me more ideas. This is why I need to talk to more marketing people. Right. Exactly. There you go. We'll nerd out together. I mean, I'm not going to lie. We don't have too many marketing people that come on our podcast. And right. so it's nice to have these conversations because we're all kind of thinking the way, like, how else can we talk to somebody? Right. Where, where are they? You know, it's not a set forget. If I build it, they will come. You know, we know that's not real. So we have to work on it, but awesome. All right. So I, I want to ask a question that a lot of our listeners, I think, would like to know. I, I mean this sincerely, is what is one thing that you want your bosses to know that they're not asking about Mark? Like, I love this part of my job. I'm really frustrated in this area. And we can edit this out later if we need to. But uh, <laughs> but, but, but like, I wish they knew that I was doing these things. That is a really good question. Um, you know, I think there's always things like little things but I think we're we're really right now we're trying to figure out if we need to increase our digital marketing budget so we're kind of in limbo there right now and I one of the big things that I really want them to know is um you know they know how well it works they're seeing how many patients come in they're seeing those numbers um but I just I am trying to even drive it into them further that hey like we have so much more competition now like mm -hmm. we are doing everything we can on our end and this is not up to us um but to stay relevant like we're just gonna have to be we're gonna have to increase our budgeting a little bit and that's a hard it's hard to ask for that but um and I definitely don't mind saying it because um I've already asked so uh but I think that's one thing that I really um I'm trying to uh, be very adamant about is uh, just reminding, hey, this really does work. Here's the proof. This is why. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, I, I will give you some insight in the world of increasing budgets. So, <laughs> we know that it's not, uh, as you increase budgets, it does, it's not a one-for-one -one ratio. We've learned <laughs> that if you double a budget, you might triple your leads. Or even more it's exponential so, yeah it's not just if i double my budget i double my leads sometimes you will triple or quadruple your leads because mm -hmm. you break into a barrier that you've been pushed out of and you have an opportunity uh because y'all been in the game longer you have a this is what this is the this is our favorite part of like google ads it mm -hmm. levels the playing game. it doesn't care how awesome of a company you are or if you have a ten thousand dollar a day budget if you're brand new to the space and your ads aren't very good, the person down the street running a dollar a day budget will outperform you. And so, but you guys have dialed stuff in. So increasing budget, you'll just see a return, a pretty good return out of it. Um, and you can compare it. You can say, here's three months, boss, at this budget, we doubled mm -hmm. it here for three months. Look where we landed. You want to go up more? And mm -hmm. then the, the, cap, the flip side is we've also learned there's a cap to it. Mm -hmm. You can get to a certain point where I can increase the budget, but it's not going to increase my leads that much, if any. That's right. So it's just wasted and, dollars. And that's a good thing about Google is they'll kind of give you an idea like, hey, if you spend this much, like you can show up 90% of the time, but uh, we don't recommend you spending this more than this much, which is nice. It's nice to see. Um, but yeah, that's we, you know, 
when I first started uh, a little over four and a half years ago, we had half the competitors that we do now. Oh, yeah. And um, even for a Renew Clinic, ours, our competitors are now nationwide, um, which is insane, but that's, that's how the digital world works. So, so yeah. Nice. I have one other question, uh, and you may, you may not be able to think of an answer right off the bat, but I like to hear this question a lot in other podcasts. But you've been there for four and a half years. You're doing marketing. When, when and what was your aha moment? Do you mean like uh, just from working there, like figuring out, oh, this is where I'm supposed to be? That or uh, there was something you did that made all the difference in all your marketing efforts or made things easier or better? So um, my background is in graphic design. So that's what I started off um, first at the company. And um, throughout the years, I've learned from a lot of uh, people more of the marketing side. So, you know, I do a little bit of both. Um, and so my, the thing I've always kept at heart is, um, Good design and good marketing um, is influential, but not to a point to where you're going to interrupt someone's life too much. Um, you know, you want to fit into their lives. You want to fit into their schedule um, when they need you. Uh, and that's kind of what I've kept at heart. That was my aha moment of, oh, this is where I'm supposed to be, what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, cause I'm in front of people's faces all the time and I say me, but you know, it's our campaigns and, um, I, I can only, my goal is to only help improve their lives. Nice. I like it. That's good. Thanks. All right. Let's drop some wisdom pearls for us. What do you have for us for the entire people that are listening? What if you had to start from scratch, brand new in your position? What is the first thing that you would do in your position? Yeah, um, first thing, you know, you kind of want to get a marketing plan going. Um, <laughs> and there's uh, get a plan. <laughs> definitely steps to that. So, you know, uh, uh, you want to figure out what you're going to market first. So for me, we have the five different brands. So each one of those kind of has to have their own plan. And like, do you want to market a specific service? Do you want to market the company as a whole? Multiple services, which kind of, you know, they have their own plans. Uh, you know, you want your target audience. You really need to make sure you know who that is. Um, you need to know your budget because um, that varies quite often. Um, and I think you need to kind of, a big thing is like, what makes you different? What makes you stand out? So what makes you different from the other quick care clinic that's right, right down the road? Um, what makes you different from the other pain clinic that's right down the road? Like, is it that you've been there for 13 years? Um, you have all these doctors and nurse practitioners with all these experience, like, you know, just figuring that out. And um, one of the most important things is uh, to be able to track your data. Um, I, I, and I say that to an extent because you don't want to get too data driven, um, but you need to be able to make sure that your plan's working. Somewhere in Google heaven, an angel just <laughs> lost its wings. <laughs> 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 
what do you mean don't be dad what does that mean you have to have intuition and i probably say that from a design point too because i uh you know i i keep a very level head uh between design and marketing and um and i don't want to get too much into that data because then it's just overwhelming and and i think it goes back to at some point you just got to execute and move forward and not get lost in the weeds and never commit that's what marketing you say launch iterate and improve yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah but that's what marketing is you have to you have to try and you're probably going to fail at one point and it's going to be okay yeah i love it Mm. well we to your surprise uh we're almost at 30 minutes on this episode so we've gone over for sure uh, told you it would go fast uh but just want to clean things up anything else you want to add nick to the i mean that was good i like that a lot. Uh, you know what that that was a complete sentence we we've got some good information here i've had a blast on this episode today. oh yeah absolutely uh, courtney i get a feeling like you're a a, a a very quiet silent killer there when it comes to marketing <laughs> like you. i think so you know i saw a video <laughs> today, uh, that it was some girl uh their marketing girl coming out of the office and it was like oh god what does she want now and i feel like that's me i'm always there and i always you know when i need to pounce i will but um i'm always there whenever i'm needed so yeah well and you've experienced covid with those five brands and so you've seen pre-covid during covid and now approaching post-covid and you that's a lot of transitions especially in marketing because all that Mm -hmm. that messaging changed yeah we really saw how crucial our digital campaign was during covid um yeah it's just you have to have a presence on digital now um it's you know it is what it is we're seeing ads on tvs now too or like uh you know for apple tv um which i never thought wouldn't be possible um so so that was it was a bit it was a crazy experience i've had i got some more gray hairs out of it for sure um but you know i I think that's one reason that i love being in the creative field and surprisingly healthcare is that it's always changing you're always moving forward that's awesome you're always making a big impact on the people that you serve too and uh that doesn't go unnoticed. I know, I know the, the doctors get all the credit and God love them. They do. Um, but they'd never know about that doctor without the help of the digital marketing. Um, and I, I, I like to say, you know, it used to be said all the time. It's not what, you know, it's who, you know, but in the digital space, it's not who, you know, it's who knows you. Yeah. So. yeah that's a great way to put it. I love that. Gordy, it has been a pleasure talking with you today. Thank you for coming on the podcast, sharing your wisdom with our walk-ins. Welcome uh, audience. We appreciate that. Uh, we're going to hold you to coming back for another episode in the future. That sounds great. Thank you all for having me. That's called voluntold. Voluntold, yeah. <laughs> yeah, voluntold. We will see. I'm ready. I got my calendar. I love it. Hey, thanks for being with us. We'll talk to you soon. See you all in the next episode. See you, Courtney. Bye, 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 bye.